Are you struggling with knowing how to effectively implement AAC within the classroom? This is a significant challenge that AAC learners and their support teams face at school. And that's why I invited Hannah Foley from Practical Solutions Consulting to present on this topic. We went live a couple of weeks ago, and now the video playbacks are available for AAC Connect members. But the information was so good that I decided to share it on the podcast as well. So in this episode, Hannah will discuss how to identify and remove barriers, support peer relationships, and implement strategies to support your AAC learners at school. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining Hannah and I tonight. Really excited for this topic. This is the second time I've got to speak with Hannah, so it's a real pleasure to have her back again. This topic is all about how to create inclusive classrooms for AAC learners, which is very timely with the beginning of the school year starting. And this was all Hannah's idea. So Hannah, thank you so much for suggesting it because it's really needed, that's for sure. So here's our agenda for today. We are going to start with some introductions, then we'll talk about what makes an inclusive classroom the barriers that SLPs, educators, and AAC learners face, strategies that you can use to support AAC learners in the classroom, and then we will wrap up with additional resources, references, and closing remarks. Hannah, is there anything you wanted to add about the agenda? No? All right, perfect. So really quickly, my name is Vanita Litvak. I go by she, her. I'm an AAC consultant and early intervention therapist on a mission to help SLP stop reinventing the wheel and connect with other professionals through the Speechy Side Up podcast. My private practice strives to support caregivers and becoming confident communication partners. And when I'm not being an SLP, I like hanging out with my toddler husband and our two doggies. How about you, Hannah? I'm Hannah Foley, and I'm an AT specialist concentrating in AAC. I am currently the content creator at Forbes AAC, where I develop training and implementation assets to facilitate effective implementation of AAC systems by all AAC stakeholders. I'm passionate about providing quality training and implementation resources to support teams to facilitate the integration of AAC into all of life's activities to maximize the communicative skill development and meaningful engagement of those with complex communication needs. Amazing. So, so lucky to have you and grateful to have you tonight. Let's see who we have here on this call. Let's also make sure the chat is working. So if you could go ahead and put in the chat where you are listening from and what your profession is, or maybe what your setting is, like, are you in a school-based setting? So I'll take a look at the chat. Also, if you saw the newsletter, we are doing a giveaway today. So the giveaway is going to be the winner we're going to choose from the chat. So we're going to do the giveaway at the end, um, but we'll be getting that information from the chat. So Hannah, I hope you can see this. We've got Amy from Baltimore. Cheryl is in a school setting. Erica is a New Jersey SLP in an elementary school. We've got some SLPAs, definitely mostly school settings, which is fitting. So that makes sense, but it seems like we have a range of different school settings. We've got 
pre-K through five, elementary, preschool, any high school SLPs? I saw middle school. Awesome. Well, thank you everybody for coming. It's good to see where people are listening in from. Hannah, you ready to dive right in? All right. Let's do it. So let's talk about what actually makes an inclusive classroom, because I think sometimes that word can get thrown around a bit. So can you explain to us what that means? Inclusion is about identifying and removing barriers so that everyone can participate to the best of their ability. This is authentic inclusion. Inclusion is a mindset in addition to a location. Inclusion is intermixing those with complex communication needs with their typically developing peers. It is amplifying and valuing all voices, perspectives, thoughts, and ideas, no matter how they are expressed. Every learner learns differently and has diverse ways of communicating, and we must acknowledge and accept such differences and approach situations with an open and creative mindset so that we can achieve an environment that is authentically inclusive. When inclusion is present, it is difficult to distinguish between those who have complex communication needs and those without, as they are not only intermixed in the same physical space, but they are also viewed and treated equally. Inclusion is the gold standard out of the four models of inclusion, exclusion, segregation, and integration. How do we take that next step to go beyond integration and achieve true, authentic inclusion? Emma Vanderclift and Norman Kung said it best in their article How Bent on Helping, quote, True inclusion is dependent on the development of meaningful and reciprocal relationships between children. End quote. Inclusion is not so much about the physical AAC systems as it is about relationships between peers. Relationships that are reciprocal between both peers and have quality and meaning are the fabric of true inclusion. Both individuals are viewed as equal and bring unique contributions to the relationship which make the relationship one of quality and meaning. I love that. And thank you for including this visual because I think it really helps to illustrate the differences between them. I definitely think that integration is what we often think about when we, we're talking about inclusion, but I can see with the inclusion how like, it just is totally intermixed. And I love the point that you made about the key component of inclusion is those peer relationships that are reciprocal. Would you say that's accurate? Right, it's what happens in the physical space. I'm going to answer a couple questions in the chat, Hannah, really quick. Um, so Melissa said, I love that visual to support the definitions. And then Ray asked about the reference. Ray, we're going to share the reference at the end. That was the hellbent one, right, Hannah? This is from Shelly Moore. Okay. Thank you so much for clarifying that. Wonderful. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about on this slide before we move on? 
No? Okay. And Ray said, thanks. All right. So we know that SLPs and educators face a lot of barriers in the school system. So what are those barriers? I'd love to hear your perspective on this. There are three common barriers that SLPs and educators face to creating inclusive learning environments. The first is time. Educators and SLPs often have large caseloads and are tasked with many tasks, leaving them with very minimal time to dedicate to creating inclusive learning environments. Similarly, SLPs and educators are stretched thinly in the thought of exerting the energy to create inclusive learning experiences and environments can push their limit. Time and energy barriers are enhanced when administrators are not on board and supportive of inclusion initiatives. The last barrier that SLPs and educators face to creating inclusive learning environments that I want to mention today is knowledge. Oftentimes, SLPs and educators do not know how to create inclusive learning environments, especially for those with complex communication needs. So they just don't try because they are overwhelmed and think it will be a lot of extra work to do so. Yeah, that's for sure. So everyone that's here tonight is taking that extra step in trying to know better and do better, right? When it comes to making more inclusive environments for AAC learners. Time is a big one. <laughs> that's a huge, huge barrier, unfortunately. Um, so I know you have some strategies for educators. I'm excited to hear about those because I'm sure that you have taken these barriers into consideration when you recommended those strategies. And then before we move on, is there anything else you wanted to share? I see you typing, so I'll wait. I sure did, and they are quick and easy. Awesome. Well, we'll definitely, I'm excited to uh, get to that slide, but first we need to talk about the barriers that AAC learners face, right? So what are those barriers? There is a plethora of research out there that shows that inclusive learning environments and experiences benefit those with complex communication needs and those without complex communication needs alike, such as enhanced academic performance and outcomes for all learners. However, barriers are still encountered every day by those with complex communication needs to receiving a quality education let alone receiving a quality education and an inclusive learning environment alongside their peers without complex communication needs one of the most common and biggest barriers to inclusive learning environments for those with complex communication needs is attitudes that learners with complex communication needs can't learn and should be educated separately from their peers without complex communication needs. If learners with complex communication needs are constantly told and shown that educators and SLPs don't believe in them and expect them to perform academically, they will not even try. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. 
And I think last time you and I spoke, Hannah, um, you were talking about your experience in the classroom a little bit and how you at some point were lucky with educators who saw the potential, who taught you literacy to read and write. Did you want to share a little bit about that and what a profound difference it made? Yeah, my mom had to really advocate for my education, but I was educated right on track and I went to a Big Ten university because of that. Wow, amazing. Thank you for sharing that story. And your mom is just a rock star. <laughs> you need a great advocate on your side. That's awesome. Anything else you wanted to share here before we go on to the strategies? Yeah, I want to talk about the second bullet. The second barrier to inclusive learning environments and experiences that learners with complex communication needs encounter that I want to touch on today is rigid instructional practices. Educators oftentimes get stuck in their ways and methods of teaching that they were taught and are comfortable and familiar with. However, traditional and rigid instructional practices often serve as a barrier to learners with complex communication needs and inclusive learning environments. Yeah, no, that's, I could see that being a huge barrier. And it's like when things are, people don't like change, I guess is like the nice way to say it. <laughs> people don't like change and, uh, you know, adapting it as they might think for one person, is it really worth all of the effort? But what we found with other accommodations is that they actually can benefit everybody as a whole. Um, some of the examples I love is like the ramps that were created for wheelchairs, like everybody, it benefits everybody. Um, I'm trying to think of some other examples. Can anybody think of other examples in the chat of accommodations that have been made for like the greater society that have really benefited everyone. They were originally made for, you know, an individual with either physical need and like most likely physical needs, but it ended up benefiting everybody. I know that the curbside universal design for learning, thank you, thank you, Jacqueline. Yes. So captions, absolutely. You guys are great. And it's not even that much adaptation. Yeah, it doesn't take that much change. You're right. Use of headphones. Yes. Great examples. Thank you, everybody. Perfect. All right. So let's go to our last um, last slide. So let's hear it. What are your classroom strategies that you recommend for educators? I have many more, but you only get three today. <laughs> Need not be overwhelmed because inclusion is achieved by taking a few simple steps and implementing a few simple philosophies or strategies to existing teaching methods. One strategy is to explicitly address communication diversity. Kids are very observant and curious about why their peers communicate differently than they do. 
educators must address these questions so that they understand that just because their peers may have AAC needs, they are no different from them and they just communicate differently. It is also critical that learners are effective communication partners to their peers who use AAC. That means that learners must genuinely listen to each other and as educators, we must facilitate this between learners to ensure that all learners acknowledge, respect, and listen to each other. Because communicating with AAC takes more time than communicating by spoken speech, communication partners, such as peers, must be patient and provide wait time to those who use AAC so that they can compose utterances and actively participate in classroom activities and interactions, which can be a challenge for peers. Educators should model wait time themselves when interacting with learners with complex communication needs in front of their peers so that they can learn by example. Genuine listening should also be discussed while talking about diversity of communication and explaining that just because people communicate in diverse ways that does not mean that peers ignore them and disregard what they say. Instead, they should provide opportunities, wait time, and express sincere interest in hearing and responding to what they have to say. This is a wonderful way to incorporate all learners into your efforts to facilitate authentically inclusive learning environments. Another great strategy to create inclusive learning environments for learners with complex communication needs is to implement and promote peer support. Peer support is when peers learn alongside each other and both individuals experience authentic learning. It has proven to support both learners academically, including those with and those without complex communication needs, and thus can lay the foundation for authentic social relationships between those with and those without complex communication needs. Learners support one another in their learning and shift the focus from the teacher doing most of the talking to the learners doing most of the talking as they interact with and support each other. Learners are more engaged in the curriculum content when they learn it alongside one another and talk about it with each other and, thus, they learn the content on a deeper and more authentic level. It also provides communication and social opportunities for those with complex communication needs and their peers while keeping the focus on academics. The last strategy to create inclusive learning environments for learners with complex communication needs I'm going to touch on today is descriptive teaching, which was developed by Gail Van Tatenhoff and recognizes that there is a limited amount of real estate to store vocabulary in AAC devices. Court words can be used to describe and discuss academic concepts and material instead of using content-specific vocabulary. Content or fringe, vocabulary is typically not in AAC systems as it is not applicable beyond the lesson at hand and therefore it is not functional to teach and use such words in the classroom. The descriptive teaching model breaks down content-specific vocabulary into frequently used core words which are already in AAC systems so that learners who use AAC can participate in the lesson while learning robust vocabulary words that are generalizable and applicable to all subjects and areas of life, including those inside and outside of academia. Descriptive teaching is not only more inclusive and practical for learners with AAC needs, 
but it also benefits their peers as it expands their functional uses open-ended questions that allow for many different answers using core words which are readily accessible in AAC systems and teaches generalization of vocabulary so that learners can functionally use their vocabulary across subjects and settings inside and outside of academics. Descriptive teaching is not only more inclusive and practical for learners with AAC needs, but it also benefits their peers as it expands their linguistic competence. Yes, such good points, and they're all so practical. So I just want to reiterate, um, one of the strategies is to talk about communication diversity, talk about you know, the individuals who are using the AAC systems in the classroom, and then model wait time in front of peers, do peer support teaching or activities that facilitate peer support, and then the descriptive teaching. So um, I was just talking with actually a few people on the podcast, and they were talking about how SLPs used to pre-teach vocabulary for academic lessons, but the curriculum moves so fast nowadays that it's not a good strategy to use and how descriptive teaching could really make a difference in helping students, all students really to uh, generalize the skills for reading comprehension. And like you said, that um, linguistic ability. So I think that if anybody is not familiar with descriptive teaching, that this is a really great opportunity to get more familiarized and start using it this school year. I'm going to wait because I see you writing. Yeah, and you don't have to spend all that time programming vocabulary into the device for every lesson. Yeah. Oh, I remember doing that when I first started out with AAC. I'm so glad we're moving past that with descriptive teaching. Hannah, anything else you want to share here before we move on? No? Okay. So here are your helpful resources. I'll let you go ahead and share them. There are infinite number of resources out there that you can sit through for years, but here are some of the good ones. Help Ant on Helping, Benevolence, Friendship, and the Politics of Help by Vandercliff and Count 1994 is about peer support and how to foster healthy friendships between peers. Inclusion in Action, Practical Strategies to Modify Your Curriculum by Eretix 2018 provides some easy strategies to create inclusive learning experiences for all learners. Academic Progress of Students Across Inclusive and Traditional Settings by Cole and Colleagues 2004 is a research article about the learning outcomes of learners with disabilities and those without disabilities when educated in inclusive settings. Exposure to Literacy for Students Eligible for Alternative Assessment by Repar and Colleagues 2018 compares literacy instruction provided to learners without disabilities to that provided to learners with disabilities and ideas to create inclusive literacy instruction.
Building language competence with students using AAC devices. Six challenges by Van Tatenhove 2009 identifies the roles of SLPs and educators in developing and applying the language skills of those with complex communication needs in the learning environment. Teaching methods. The descriptive teaching model by Saltillo is a handout that shows educators how to shift their teaching style to descriptive teaching. Inclusive Learning 365, EdTech Strategies for Every Day of the Year by Bugai and Colleagues 2021 is a book that provides strategies to implement technology in the classroom to create inclusive learning experiences and empower learners to become experts in learning. Awesome. And we'll share this PowerPoint along with the recorded video playback um, soon, <laughs> definitely by Wednesday. So keep an eye out for that. And here's all of your references, which will also be included in the PowerPoint if anybody needs to refer back to them. Anna, this has been amazing as usual. <laughs> and I think if people are interested in following you, they can go to this account, but uh, what, is there anything else you want to share if people are interested in finding and connecting with you? I will say that I'm not very active at all on my professional social media account, but you can find me on Instagram at Practical Solutions Consulting and feel free to reach out to me there. Wonderful. And we do have our giveaway. So before everybody goes, um, I hope you're enjoying the this video series that we've been doing for the AAC Connect Challenge. Very soon, we have our AAC Connect event at the end of the month, and it is sponsored by all of these amazing SLPs and brands. If you signed up for this webinar, which you did, if you are here tonight, you're already on the wait list. But if you want to refer anybody, maybe colleagues, you can send them that link. So I did a name randomizer and Denise, you won the giveaway for tonight. So thank you everybody for coming. We have a lot more prizes to give away throughout the event. So there will be more chances to win. Denise, uh, if you could email info at tasseltogether.com um, and let us know that you won the giveaway tonight. Actually, I might be able to message you separately. I think I'm going to give that a try. So don't go, Denise. But everybody else, thank you so much for coming. Hannah, is there anything else you want to say before we let everybody go tonight? Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, everybody. If you enjoyed this episode, then you're going to love AAC Connect. Registration for AAC Connect is now open and super affordable, but only until Monday night, August 28th for general admission and September 1st for VIP 